Welcome to the Average Joe Theology Show. My name is Levi Sanders. My name is SpongeBob SquarePants. And my name is Chase Schaefer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, SpongeBob. <laughs> All right, I don't know. That was just the first thing that came to my head. I hope somebody out there, I'm sure, laughed. So I've accomplished my goal. You made me laugh. Maybe. There you go. I'm happy. Okay. Uh, well, if the if you I'm didn't Hunter listen Harrison. to the app, if you didn't listen to the last I'm episode, back. Hunter is back. I'm back. Hunter's I'm back. He We're is so here. we are so We're n- so very happy that he is back. So happy. So glad you're here, sir. I'm glad to be back. Now you guys have a reason to laugh again. So exactly. <laughs> yep. Mama Schaefer was. Apparently, I'm she was hilarious. super upset. She's like, "Well, I mean." <laughs> you know, it just sucks now. You're, I'm you're like, still good, Chase. <laughs> she's like, it's, a, it's okay. It's okay. And I'm, I'm like, not listening anymore. She's like, Hunter's gone. It sucks. <laughs> no, she didn't. She didn't say that. My dad's actually been watching it now. So really, yeah. Father Schaefer is right, gonna. Yeah, I, just remember, I just remember how stupid I felt that one day we walked in and your mom's like, "You do realize that you guys just kept talking during your break." <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness. That's how great my mom was doing. Thank God for Chase's mom, though, because she points out all of our, our mishaps. Wait, pretty, so I'm pretty sure I never fixed them. it. I'm pretty sure I never no, fixed it. No, I don't think you did. But I mean, it's not. A, we're yeah, learning. It was whatever. We're learning. Now we got this thing. Dude, we, we sound so much Joe's. better. This is, now. Not, this is not pro theology. This is average Joe. Exactly. So you get what you pay for, okay? We're not pro theology. We're right. not pro technology. Nothing. That's a, that's a good quote. We're like jack of all trades, master of none. Exactly. <laughs> so you get what you pay for, folks. Okay. Exactly. All those are going to be filled up and with our quotes. We're not getting paid, so <laughs> you get what you no pay for. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, so my dad might actually catch up one day to this episode. And if so, he's got a lot of ground to cover. But I bet. No, I'm not going to say that. What were you going to say? He was about to trash his wife. I thought her. so. I was and not going to trash lack, her. Oh her lack of gosh. listening to our podcast. I was not going to <laughs> Maybe trash not her. Trash, yes, you were. He was going to bring it up. Hey, <laughs> I will say, you two trash her way more than me. Well, excuse so me. So if she gets mad, it's y'all's fault. Well, <laughs> yeah, but we don't, got, we don't live episode. with her, so. <laughs> Watch it. She, she, he's we can, drop, no, we can drop bombs. and Well, she's already she'll mad catch at me. Up so one day. Yeah. I've got to get out of the doghouse. Yeah. So I need, I'm sorry. You're, you you're don't great, care. Kelsey. You don't care at all. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> won't even come to our church meetings. Just, okay. I won't go. even text her back, dude. Here we go. I feel terrible. Y- yeah, too. at oh, least gosh. you didn't pull a chase on her. Oh, my gosh. What did you do? Chase, Have you not been listening chase to the podcast? Chase invited yet? her. No, he no. doesn't listen at all. Are you serious? Chase invited her to my graduation party that we wow. had, and For he sure. just never texted her back. Dude, I don't even want to talk about it. I feel and terrible. didn't come? Didn't anything. I I literally wow. I cried a little bit. I felt terrible. to your graduation party. Yeah, yeah the one we had yeah. in my yard. Yeah. I, I oh, literally okay, missed yeah. it. I literally missed it. Wow. I don't even want to talk about it. it wow. It. Yeah, wow. So you know how you were feeling earlier about missing that little thing? Yeah, but dude, I'm the same way. I felt. Yeah, terrible. but I would feel way worse about that, dude. Okay. <laughs> wow. Way worse. Okay. Whatever. Uh, no, just dang. Man. You not only wrong Kelsey, but also Levi. Really, you shaded everybody. Wow. Okay, like, well. this whole best friend thing obviously isn't legit. Okay, can we, let, okay, uh, well, we'll see you guys next week. What's the episode? Yeah. <laughs> we just, friendship over. We're do, done. Forget it. <laughs> do you think I can cry? Okay, jeez. Gosh dang it, Hunter. All right. Here this week, we're going to be That's going funny, over a very, very specific topic um, that was brought in by a listener that, uh, you know, I think this is just something that I was wondering. Oh, I thought use. this was your idea. No, this question is not, though. Oh. No, this question's not. Uh, it was his idea to do the episode, right, but it was right. because I thought it, it was, was because a listener 
request. Okay. okay. Yeah. I didn't have that piece. And right. uh, so I didn't, I don't know if you guys want to maybe give us a comment or something about what you think about this stuff, but um, this is brought in by somebody who has multiple friends in this, I guess, Levi will explain undenominational church that this non-denominational denomination. Yes. It's kind of weird, but uh, <laughs> you know, Levi, he's much smarter than either me or Hunter. So he'll be able to explain no, it better. I'm but, just good at cultivating resources. Let me get the question out because I, I keep on just going off. I'm dumb. Uh, why does the church of Christ reject the use of mechanical musical instruments and worship services? And that's going to be not all, uh, churches that are under the umbrella of church of Christ. Correct. But some, or if you, if you ever hear about church of Christ churches, you usually are always like, are those people that don't use instruments? And that's Mm. usually the way that it goes. I didn't know that was a thing really until you really brought it up. I had no, but I don't like, that's actually surprising. That's like the top three things about the church of Christ. Research church. I know, I know nothing about the church. There's only two things that anybody knows about church of Christ. They don't use instruments. Didn't know that. And baptism is essential for salvation. I might have known that. Yeah, it's pretty like that's the big defining. I think I factor, might have known that one. I would say the biggest defining factor is that you have to be baptized into yeah. the Church of Christ. Yeah, right. Like if you get saved and you drive the church to go get baptized and you die in a car wreck on the way there, then you were. You're, what about the thief on the cross? Out of luck. However, however, I know somebody personally who attends. And is a member of the Church of Christ. And they have music at their church. And he he would not argue that baptism is essential for salvation. He would say that it's that it's not. What? Mm. Yeah. That makes so, no sense. So there's that. So that's that's how we're gonna start, okay? Okay. Go so ahead. regardless, Levi's the, the question is yeah, we'll start this and then we'll actually answer the question. Okay. So just this is just a disclaimer. So the question is, why does the Church of Christ not use mechanical instruments in worship? Yes. Okay. Yes. First of all, let's start by saying that doesn't necessarily apply to all churches of Christ. Yeah, yeah. So sure. a church, the Church of Christ, going back to its history, kind of comes out of the Restoration Movement, which was like in the 1800s, that mm. sought to restore first century worship. Okay, so they hmm. sought to ditch all of the developments that had built upon first century worship and just return to the worship of the apostles, the worship of the early church, the worship of the first century. And the reason they wanted to do that is because they felt that that many of the developments that had come throughout Christian history drove disunity. And so hmm. they wanted to return to the to the first century worship and kind of ditch all this extra stuff for the sake of church unity. To yeah. unify the church, which is an okay. honorable thing. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where the Church of Christ came out of. Now, it's not necessarily a denomination, okay? This is a quote directly from churchofchrist.org. Okay. okay. So .org. Exactly. So you know it's official. You know it's legit. Yeah. And it says, quote, We are undenominational and have no central headquarters or president. The head of the church is none other than Jesus Christ. Each congregation of the Churches of Christ is autonomous, and it is the word of God that unites us into one faith. So they're not necessarily a denomination. And they don't have like an official hierarchy like, say, the Presbyterians or the Anglicans or the Catholics, right? Yeah. It's just autonomous individual churches. Yep. So what can be said about one church of Christ? Because Cannot that's really be just an, said about the other. Necessarily. Exactly. Because it's basically an undenominational church that says Christ mm-hmm. is the head of this church. Because right. 
because once again, it goes back to them just wanting to drive unity. They're, they they want to be part of the. They just want to say this is just one congregation of the universal church of Jesus Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So that's really okay. that's really the point of it when they put that that name on their church of Christ. Mm. So so to say that once that. again, I mean, I know somebody who has a band in their church and it's a church of Christ. So it can't be said of all churches of Christ. But once again, kind of the the general. The general, yeah. The, what what you could say, the generalization are. of yes. churches of Christ is they don't use music. Okay, yeah. They the don't. They I don't have, have mechanical instruments. Yeah. In their worship services. Yeah. The ones I've encountered and the ones that uh, this listener brought up, they they had gotten into a conversation. I guess you could say it wasn't an argument. I think it was just a conversation about the musical instruments and how they could be wrong or just kind of like bringing that up. Like it was a small thing they were just talking about. Well then what, what instruments are permitted? None, None. voices. It's, it's oh. acapella. acapella. Most of them are. Oh, strictly acapella. Oh yeah. So yeah, I so did not know that was leg- a thing. Legit. Almost kind of like interesting to be honest. Y'all's church just take out the piano. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it really is. Our church yeah, has, yeah. if if you didn't know, we're slowly um, growing a band. We, we only, <laughs> We real you typically do worship with one piano, and that's it. That's the only instrument we have. Yeah. Um. The past handful of weeks, we've been introducing one trombone and one saxophone along with the piano. Really, and it actually sounds pretty interesting. My brother plays sounds a trombone, and Kelsey plays a saxophone. That is so cool. So it sounds pretty cool. Um. So we're actually adding some instruments, mm-hmm. but still more classical than the typical church yes. nowadays. Yes. With such with as, horns and, yeah. and well, a piano. There's my church. I mean, we use drums, bass. Yeah, what we need guitars. is like a fog machine and then like the strobes. <laughs> no, I've been and then a big old before. drum set no. with like the two bass drums and the double pedal. They need to get paid. And they electric guitars. Paid. And I will honor. We have to have like eight people singing, and then then people will get fired up. You know what I mean? That's that's we've got our focus on the wrong things, guys. Spirit and comes. and then Hunter, as you as you come into Hunter. the church, you pass through the coffee shop, and then you come into Hunter, there, and you see that you. whole, <laughs> you see the whole presentation, and you're like, this is awesome. Okay, why listen. doesn't everybody come to church? As your worship pastor, <laughs> I respectfully decline. We are you know, not. No, I'm that. kidding. We are not doing that. But you know, people will come. If you want, if you want that, you can go to Chase's church. Oh my oh. gosh! <laughs> All right, hit the tables flip. Wow. We're doing some Brazilian jiu-jitsu right awesome. now. No, I'm just kidding. That was I'm hilarious. just kidding. Good I one, love, I good one. The, I love them boys over at Eden Chapel. That's hilarious. Now he says, uh-huh. "Good one." Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay. Obviously, I'm being facetious. okay. So, so let's actually get into it. So, why does the Church of Christ? Not allow mechanical instruments in worship because, dude, they're made of metal, dude, and like heavy metal is like satanic, bro. You never heard that before, bro. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> You're That's killing why, Levi, dude. dude. You gotta stop. That's why, bro. Heavy metal, it's bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys could see Levi's face, he's like, you ever oh listen to Metallica, gosh. bro? Like, come on, man. That's just bad, bro. It's of the devil, bro. I used to voices only, bro. No, get this. I used to go to church camp. I'm not sure why I work. I, why are you the, saying my character is bro? So bro? I don't know, but it just the, well, there's a church camp. Came, it's what came to. naturally, so it's what I did. And they would while they're tithing, they'd play like ACDC with no words, <laughs> <laughs> back in black. It's bro. like bro, <laughs> as you're giving out tithe, and it's like back in black. That's, 
Yeah, I'm not kidding. I don't know how to feel about that. It was People are slamming cool. their cash <laughs> down in the plate. I like, like, me, I some, give I like me some ACDC. Don't so. you know ACDC stands for Antichrist Devil Child? <laughs> dude, see, that's what I'm saying. Heavy metal, bro. That's why exactly. we can't play with the instruments, dude. That's why exactly. it's so bad. So the, so the Church of Christ is right. <laughs> oh, no. did well, you know? Here we go. End the of the New episode. Testament never talks about instruments in church. Did you never know does. Never. Not once. Absolutely silent. So that is that is yeah. one reason. That's their. The well, that's found, what, is that the, like the foundation of their belief? That's the yes. foundation of the scriptural okay. the scriptural belief. Yeah, Levi that, will it's, explain. It's an argument the, from silence. Mm. Okay, which I, I have an argument against. Which an argument from silence. So yes. not even voices. Then no, I'm saying it's Just an argument. Worship? It's an argument based on the silence of scripture. That it on says absolutely oh, nothing. Right. In the yeah, New Testament. Right, right. Yeah, I get it. Okay, yeah. Yes. My dumb brain just is dumb. Now you're catching up. <laughs> All right. So that is one <laughs> that is their main scriptural basis. Right? That the New Testament okay. doesn't uh-huh. doesn't command it. It does right. command to sing with, does command to sing right, with your heart. Yeah. And that would be the, no, the most common. Is it with your heart? I don't want to say sing with your heart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the most common verse would be Ephesians five nineteen that okay. says addressing one another. Okay. Actually, I'm going to start before that. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Debauchery. Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Okay. So so uh, oftentimes, and that's not the only verse either. I, You've got uh, Colossians 3.16, 1 Corinthians 14.15, Ephesians 5.19, places where you are explicitly instructed to sing in the New Testament. But there is nowhere where you are instructed to use instruments in the New Testament. Okay. Okay. So that that's their main argument. That's their main argument. But you can build on that with a couple other arguments. Exactly. There was a sure. couple more. Uh, what, early church history? Early church history was one mm. of them. Which... Because once thing. more, they're trying to go back to first century worship practices. So mm-hmm. so they're yeah. looking at these manuscripts, these documents of first century worship, and, and seem to believe that there was there there were not instruments in first century Christian worship. And, and in fact, not until possibly the third century do you really begin to see um, music instituted and really not on a on a major level until pretty far down the road. Yeah. And Okay, so we got that argument. What's the other argument? Um, the the third argument would be participation, right? So so um, they they are saying that having a band once more they are trying to encourage unity. Yeah, they are trying to encourage um, congregational involvement mm-hmm. in worship. So so they're looking to these instruments. They're seeing this this band, you know, these things building and, and making volume and so on and so forth. And they are saying that that kind of kind of pushes against congregational involvement that that having a a full band um, you can hide that, more exactly well that or or you don't seem it doesn't feel like you're needed your voice is not sure. necessarily needed because right. it's full it's more of a it it, it 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 could possibly be more of a performance i get what you're saying so yeah. so they say that you know obviously not having the music having it acapella pushes and prompts more congregational involvement yeah. and that's something they desire to sense. have they believe worship should be congregational, therefore, um, and and I I would argue that the New Testament in, instructs worship to be congregational in, in all aspects. So mm-hmm. they are going yeah. to the, then strip 
the worship service of those instruments in an effort mm. for unity and congregational involvement. And I like that's interesting. To be honest, I I went to a church that did a cappella or just a little bit of guitar um, on a college group I went to, and um, I'd never come in contact with something like that ever in my entire mm-hmm. life. It always been with a band ever since I've been to church. I've yeah. been to the, right. I've been to another church that was close by that was a not a not a great church. I'm gonna be honest. It, it's the one that Levi was talking about or Hunter with the coffee shop and all that. But like we'll get past that. You know, they had the fog machines and stuff. So i I've always kind of been around big when people bands showed up in though, church. Right? No. <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> I'm but, not advocating for that. Just put that out there. But hopefully my sarcasm comes through. I I, <laughs> I hope they get that after listening for so long. Surely. But, yeah, like so I went to this college group and they actually only had a cappella or no instruments and I hated it. Okay. The first time, the first probably Sorry. month and a half that I went to this college group. And uh it was just weird to me. I I felt really awkward and I never it was just different. Well, and, I mean it's pretty it's pretty hard to sing Hillsong a cappella. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll say actually though, after going f- to this college group for over a year, I have like come to l- I love it. Love acapella. There you go. Like I that really is do. called maturity. <laughs> yeah. No, I I just there's something about it, you know, where I was kind of like, and I could, and it's funny because I'd watch new people come to the college group and they'd be really taken back, yeah. and I'm like, I know what you're yeah. feeling. Oh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When I first came to this church. And and all we sang were hymns, yeah, from the Baptist hymnal that go all the way back to twelve hundred or, or or something Some old old songs. There. I was like, "What are we singing?" Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm like, "This makes zero sense." <laughs> but now I love it. You should. I love hymns, Levi. What do you listen to on the way to your work? Hymns every morning. Every morning. Every I morning. could not get through my day if it wasn't for for waking up and listening to hymns. That's all. That's, That's cool. what empowers me. Okay, but but seriously, um, and I think so. Here's the thing. Okay, actually, let's get into this. Okay, let's get into the yes. So so we we've, we've kind of, I I hope, as as we always do with these kind of episodes, I hope we have faithfully represented the actual Church of Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. stance. That's our goal. If not, okay. If I would, not, I, like comment. Yeah, know, please yeah. let us know. Like on um, Facebook, comment or uh, email one of us because we would love to hear some feedback. Right. It's not like we're going to call you, you out either. Yeah, we will never call you out. You can message me personally on That'd the be Facebook awesome. page. We'd yeah. love that. But I, so I hope we have faithfully represented there the main point three view. points. Yeah, the, and and the main point being what's known as the regulatory principle. So that, that that anywhere so basically for the church and this really really took took hold in the first generation of reformers okay as so basically they would say anything in the new testament or or as far as the church right yeah if the new testament does not explicitly command it it should not be done okay out of safety okay out of safety we don't want to go too far we don't want to um influence the church's worship by by ourselves, right? You look to the Old Testament in, I believe it's Isaiah, and you see um, that that he compares our God, the one true God, to all these false idols. And he says these false idols are just nothing. They don't speak. But we have a God who speaks. He instructs us how to approach him, mm-hmm. how to worship him. 
Mm-hmm. And so the, the regulatory principle would say in the New Testament, God has spoken to us and told us how to worship him, how to approach him, right? It's a dangerous endeavor at the end of the day. We are sinful beings, unholy people approaching a holy God yeah. to worship. Yeah. And so we should do so reverently, fearfully, and exactly how he has told us to do so. Um, so the regulatory principle would say, let's look to the New Testament and see exactly how God has told us to worship him. And then let's do it exactly like that. Okay. Let's not add mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Let's not, you know, just out of safety. Okay. Let's not add anything. Okay. And so, so that's um, it. And it really took hold in, in um, the reformed tradition at the reformation. Yeah. Um, the Lutheran version was a little bit different. Okay. So they would say like, if the, if the new Testament doesn't forbid it, it's allowed. It's a baby baptism. They would say if the New Testament does not forbid it, it's yeah. allowed. Okay. Whereas the regulatory principle would say if the New Testament doesn't instruct it, doesn't command it, it's forbidden. Okay. 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 Yeah. Does Does that make sense? That yeah, difference. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, in infant baptism, you could actually include in both of those. What do you mean, sorry? sorry? Like you, I'm just saying you threw infant baptism in there. Yeah, because that's that's one that I would say is. The regulatory principle would be very interesting on that. So, well, it has to do with covenants, continuation yes. of covenants. Yeah, but historically, the the regulatory and this is where we're getting deep in the weeds. But yeah. the, historically, the regulatory <laughs> principle was was really valued and put into practice by the same reformed tradition that was historically Pado Baptist. That's hilarious. So, <laughs> yeah, there's that. Okay, okay, but but let's get into it. So you so now Chase. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm sympathetic to the Church of Christ cause here. Okay. okay? Not obviously I'm a worship pastor or a worship leader whatever title yeah. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um but and we have music at my church. Yes. I I love singing hymns with the piano. I love Yeah, you know, we that use kind those of stuff. satanic instruments. But but <laughs> But no, but seriously, I'm kind of sympathetic to their cause. I'm kind (laughs) of sympathetic to their cause for two reasons. One, um, ultimately, I love the superiority they give to Scripture here. Okay, to say, you know, let's look, let's look to Scripture and just do exactly what it says, and where it doesn't speak, let's not speak. Mm -hmm. Where Scripture's silent, I'm gonna be silent. That's fair. I can respect that. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so so I I appreciate that. And two, I as a, a worship leader. Yeah. Um, and as I study scripture and look at what worship should be like for the church, I've thought long and hard about participation and what what really pushes people to sing congregationally. Mm. Um, I'm not, you know, I've been asked multiple times to start a praise band at our church, and I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I, I do mm-hmm. not think it. It, I think it will hinder yeah. congregational worship more than anything. In fact, I, I directed our church's choir recently. Mm-hmm. And and oftentimes I I really debate on whether the church should even have choirs or or special music because it's not congregational. Okay. Okay. It, it's not involving everyone. They're sitting down and just watching somebody else. Mm-hmm. So so I understand where they're coming from. Um, I'm I'm pretty fond of the regulatory principle in most cases. Um, to say if Scripture doesn't doesn't in, uh, command it, let's just kind of leave it be. Um, so I'm kind of sympathetic to their cause, but I also understand um, that I also love music. So yeah. So yeah. let me hear you, Chase. Now, um, you you are not very. You do not agree. No, I is would that not. fair to say? Yeah, I, w- okay. I would disagree. So now tell me your your rebuttals or your personal thoughts as far as 
as far as how you would answer that question. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud here. So yeah, do it. What my biggest thing, and what, and you know, I've read a few articles from the Church of Christ position, and they will, you know, they do say the mechanical instruments or instruments really in general in worship are not talked about in the New Testament. And my biggest argument, actually, I'll use that one second. My the okay. one argument I would say is that it is in the Old Testament. Okay. So uh, there, all, all over yeah. Psalms, all over Psalms, we see that instruments are being played um, mm-hmm. with the Psalm. It's literally said to the choir, like, mm-hmm. you know, this needs to happen. This instrument's being played. Right. Um, there's one or two times in the Old Testament that it's actually commanded for the instrument here, to be played. Here, I'll read you one. Thank you. Psalm okay. 33. That's what I was Shout trying to find while you For talking. joy in the Lord, O you righteous, praise befits the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Make mm-hmm. melody to him with the harp of ten mm-hmm. strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. Yes. So um, on top of that, you see times whenever David uh, would call for musical instruments to be played outside of, um, you know, there was the Holy of Holies. Where, Holy of Holies. You know, and then basically outside they'd be playing instruments in right. worship and right. reverence. And so my thinking in in this, and this is where my second argument comes into play, is that instruments for worship were a thing. They 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 were in the Old Testament. And I understand that the Church of Christ says, well, the New Testament. And my thinking is is that if they say that the from the regulatory principle that it is never talked about instruments in the New Testament. My thinking would be, well, it was never condemned or not talked about also that we shouldn't use instruments in worship mm-hmm. during that time. So uh, it's never talked about that we should not play instruments in the New Testament. And so if it doesn't say that we should or it doesn't say we shouldn't, I understand the when he put Scripture into you know, a higher point and being careful. But my thinking is, is that the old Testament sometimes commands it during worship. Sometimes says that it is necessary. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it even just says like, play it for, for enjoyment, for worship. And so my thinking is, is like why that doesn't make sense then in the new Testament, whenever you're worshiping that you would not use instruments. And because the, the God of the old Testament who enjoys the worship of the Old Testament believers is the same exact God of the New Testament who enjoys the worship of the New Testament believers. So my thinking is is that if you wish to say that you would rather be more comfortable with saying that you will not have instruments, then so be it. But you, I would not say that you can make a claim that the Old Testament worshipers, David and people of singing psalms whenever they're worshiping God, were sinning whenever they worshiped with so, instruments versus the new Testament believers. Okay. That's, that's the one point. And that's so, just me kind of thinking. Oh wait, nobody would say that they were sinning. We had talked about that earlier. So the church of Christ people that don't in church have instruments. Yes. When they say they would be unfaithful or because did you ever come to a conclusion on that? New, new Testament church. Yes. Okay. So this is the key that they're talking about the new Testament church worship. Yes. Yes. So he, here's the issue, and here would be here would be the regulatory principle rebuttal to what you just said. Okay. 
they're the vast majority of things that were commanded or included in Old Testament temple worship were mm-hmm. not brought over to New Testament church worship. Mm-hmm. The vast majority. Okay. We do not do sacrifices. We do not do mm-hmm. food laws. We do not do the vast majority of things that were involved in temple worship. Yes. And so when we look to the Old Testament and we see these things instructed in the Psalms or instructed in David, they are particularly talking about temple worship. Yes. Old Testament temple worship. Okay. So that would be the rebuttal. That would be the rebuttal. Um, is is at, to what extent is the continuation from temple worship to New Testament church worship? And they would say in the New Testament church, you see, you see it commanded to to once more sing, but there's no commandment to to bring instruments in. So they would say that um, even in the first century, mm-hmm. that the Christians did not use instruments yes. in their and, worship services, but the Jews did. Okay. So it was a Jewish thing. It was a temple worship thing that was not brought over to the Christian tradition. Okay, so by so from thinking about that, then would it not be fair to say that you could, at your own discretion, use instruments? Because that's what so I'm thinking. So as as sympathetic know? as I am to their cause, yeah, I think at the end of the day, um, I I would probably fall. Um, towards the idea that it's a matter of conscience to, mm-hmm. to, to where you see um, that, that obviously worship and singing is instructed in the new Testament. Yes. And then um, kind of a matter of discretion or a matter of conscience as to whether you see that kind of in, including instrumental worship or, or so on and so forth. Does that make sense? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, no, but I, I just feel like you can't condemn somebody for using it. Right. I don't feel like there's a strong enough case, even from the regulatory principle case, that's saying that temple worship and the way of worshiping God in the Old Testament, I understand what they're saying, that, like, you know, it it could have transitioned over to where they didn't, you know, or that instruments were never talked about in the New Testament. And I get that. I just feel like that's a very weak argument, to be honest, just because— the way that God enjoyed the worship of people. I know it's from temple worship. I know that's what we are saying, but I, I don't think with instruments you could say that then that, that means that they used instruments in temple worship, which means instruments back then were okay. And then also then saying, well, because the new Testament never says that they're good to be used in worship, that back then that was instruments are only for that time in temple worship while still worshiping. I, I, I get it. That's the regulatory principle. You're trying to be careful. Right. But I still, I can't wrap my head around the idea that you would then just say all instruments are out. Yeah. And on top of that, I know we had talked about it a little bit and this, this argument was brought up in, in first century, uh, you know, people were being killed during this time. People were being, um, murdered as Christians so, and I know you had brought this up and you said it, and I I don't know if, if I'm gonna be stealing your thunder because no, it's good. a great you're argument uh, thought as well. Um, if you're if you're sitting in a house with your family trying to worship the Lord while also trying to get together as believers and Christians, I don't think that you're going to be playing super loud instruments and getting instruments, bringing them in, and being and you know still worshiping as you would as in with acapella where you could still worship, but then playing instruments probably did not seem like the thing to do. 
That's that's yeah. that's my thinking. I, don't, I just don't know how strong the cultural that cultural argument is. I mean, that's where my my mind went when I thought about it. Yeah, but I haven't read the the manuscripts. Mm-hmm. I'm not that familiar with those couple centuries and how how music worked its way back in. Yeah, um, but but you said by the third century is whenever they started seeing instruments. Yeah, and, from the study I've done, that's what it seems that it was it it started to ramp up more towards the third century that you saw stuff introduced, and I think a lot of it too had to do with um you know at the time music was was heavily um, associated with like dance and culture and these things mm-hmm. that did they did not want coming into the church yeah so I, but i think my final conclusion would be that um i i'm fond of the regulatory principle mm-hmm. in in pretty much every area yeah i i think the last two times i've preached um that i ended the service with acapella doxology um i just mm-hmm. i i enjoyed acapella singing i enjoy encouraging people to be involved in congregational singing i love everything being centered on congregational yeah involvement Mm -hmm. um i i also love most of the hymns i listen to in the morning on the way to work are one piano and thousands of voices yeah Mm -hmm. because i just love that sound and Um, i and that doesn't mean as you would know like worship whenever i say worship without instruments is is an amazing and beautiful thing right. as well. And I would totally understand that. But then I would say that you can't say that somebody's being unfaithful or wrong or sinning if they decided to use instruments mm-hmm. in their worship. I would say that you would be yeah. like, I don't wish to do that just because I have this, I have a belief that maybe you could be teetering on a line and that's my conscience. Yeah. And I get that. But, um, I yeah. know some people in this world they believe a lot of crazy stuff, but yeah. I would say. But th- even outside of worship too, I think it's fair to say. Like I, I believe. I mean, I play guitar. Yeah. And I believe I can sit in my living room and play guitar to the glory of God. Yes. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I'm not saying like all instruments are forbidden for eternity. Like you can't use them at all. I mean, there's go. I believe there will be instrumentation in heaven. Yeah. As we as we get to worship the Lord. You know what I mean? I think God has created instruments to be used for his glory. Yeah. Um, I, so, so I'm not saying at the end of the day, I, I understand their, their argument. Yeah. Um, I'm sympathetic to their cause. Like I could say the lineup of people who would be, um, in opposition to using instruments in worship is, is, is great. Yes. From, from John Knox to Charles Spurgeon to John Calvin would not use instruments in worship. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I also don't, you know, once once more, I just don't know that I could say um, you can't. Yes. I don't, I don't, if I had the option, I may not use instruments. I don't know. And I, I do like, yeah. a, I do like a single piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like it too. So, yeah. so. I enjoy. I, once a, a more, I don't band. think you can say yeah. this is for sure. This is for sure. I think you have to look to scripture. You mm-hmm. have to weigh it yourself. Make sure. I think you could go either way and still be unfaithful. You could just not yeah, use yes. instruments for the sake of not using instruments, and you could use all the instrumentation to the detriment of congregational worship yeah. and just perform, mm-hmm. right? Oh, There's yeah. ways to fall off either side, as there always is. Uh, yes. So so weigh it, evaluate it through Scripture, pray about it, um, and find a congregation that that does it as you you see fit. Mm-hmm. Is that and, a fair? Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah. Fair I, I feel like my biggest thing going into this is just making sure. Um, because I looked it up, and 
I don't know if you saw anything. Um, the a lot of probably churches of Christ they would condemn the use of instruments, yeah, they would. and they think it is wrong. They would say you're going too far. So you're then, adding things to how God has instructed you to worship Him. Right. So then we had talked about that. What was the word that we used earlier? Um, you're being not faithful, or you're being uh, man. What was the word that you used? I have no idea. Oh, come on, man. You're okay. Yeah, come on, Levi. Remember. Oh, I don't know. All right, whatever. I mean, that's the argument, though. They would say you're just going too far. You're adding things. Yes. Yeah. And you're going to remember the word and help me out later after this. Maybe. Um, but anyways, yeah. So if, if it's in the throne room of God, instruments, and it's in the Old Testament, and it's not explicitly stated to or not to in the New Testament, and then I I feel like worship with instruments is... is so, so here's the thing. In <laughs> conclusion... Good. I cannot wait to get to heaven yeah. and sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to yes. the Lord, whether it be a cappella or full of instruments. Yeah. And and I think anybody should long for that. Um, and I will end you here with a, a good quote from Martin Luther <laughs> oh about gosh. all music. Okay, so here's my instruction going from this podcast. Listen to psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs and find your congregation and gather with them on the, the coming Lord's Day, which should be about three days or two days after this episode posts. And you better go and sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs from the bottom of your heart. Okay? Because as Martin Luther says, quote, A person who does not regard music as a marvelous creation of God must be a clodhopper indeed and does not deserve to be a human being. <laughs> a clodhopper indeed and shouldn't be a human being. <laughs> does not deserve to be called a human being. And then he says this. Now, this is Luther. Don't get mad at me. He says, He should be permitted... Once more, the person who does not regard music mm -hmm. as a marvelous creation of God, he should be permitted to hear nothing but the braying of asses and the grunting of hogs. That is probably one of the most savage quotes I've heard ever in my life. That is Martin Luther on music. So listen, <laughs> Luther said, music is the most marvelous creation of God. Mm -hmm. So go to your local church and sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Amen. We love Luther you guys. Luther said so. And we'll see you next week. Bye.